guys, welcome to Woman Up, a series that aims to start conversations and celebrate extraordinary women. And joining me today is a very special lady, Priyanka Bhatia, who has a postgraduate degree in business journalism, was working with the Press Trust of India, and then quit her job to start a platform to financially educate women, to make them financially literate. And she has been mentored by the Cherry Blair Foundation. And she says that her goal is to have 50 lakh financially independent, educated women by the year 2030. Hi, Priyanka. Hi, Rashi. It's such a pleasure to have you have you here with me. And I'm so, I think I got lucky uh, finding you on Instagram because I was looking for somebody to speak about this subject. It's so close to my heart. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Okay, I'm going to jump right in. Tell me your story. What made you quit your job and decide to do this? Sure, sure. So hello listeners, everybody who's watching, warm welcome. I'm Priyanka Bhatia from Women on Wealth. And what we do is we help women take charge of their finances. So right. we run online financial training and coaching programs so that women can learn how they can manage their money and grow it effectively. We've now been operational for the last 10 years and we have helped over 4,000 women. And these women have become debt-free. They've come out of living paycheck to paycheck. They today save at least 25% more than they ever saved. Many women have built their own investment portfolios. They've learned how to pick good quality investments and have been buying their own investments without depending on their husband, father, broker. So finance has majorly been a male domain in our families. Absolutely. Our intention at Women on Wealth is to make it gender free so that more and more women can take charge of their finances and they can get involved in major financial decision making in their families. That A is... little bit about me now, like Rashi was saying. So, <laughs> yes, I come from a journalism background. Right. I'm not somebody who comes from a finance background or is great with maths numbers calculations or is a man to manage her own finances i'm a woman i'm a postgraduate in business journalism that's what my education has been in right. i used to be a reporter with news agencies like the press trust of india united news of india where i had a great salary and i used to spend it on branded shoes clothes bags I always wanted to create wealth, but I just didn't know. And I got a big shock when one of my male colleagues ended up buying a property. Right. At the same position as mine. Yeah. Same salary as mine. Yeah. And he ended up buying a property while I had not even managed to save that much money. So that's where my quest to wealth began. And I thought the first person to take guidance from is my dad. And right. like any well-meaning man, he mentioned about traditional investments like yeah. public provident fund, PPF, fixed deposit. Yeah. I did those investments and very soon I realized that the rates of return were really low. Yeah. I had big goals. I wanted to buy my own property in Delhi NCR. That's where I live. Yeah. 
to earn from my investments, build a corpus for my business. And yeah. I knew all these goals weren't possible if I continue to invest the money I was investing and yeah. handle it the way I was handling. Right. I knew I had to take some different actions to get a different result. And yeah. one of the different actions that showed up for me was to check with this male colleague of mine who uh -huh. had ended up buying a property. And when I checked on him, he yeah. mentioned that he invests in the stock market. So straight I went ahead, opened a DMAT account, got myself a broker, and I started buying and selling whatever my broker told me to do. Only to realize in 2008 yeah. that I lost 90% of what I had invested. Oh, wow. That's a huge amount. And at that time, I was so sad and disgusted with what had happened. Right. I thought wealth creation was not for me and that I should give up. And I literally gave up on wealth creation. I gave up until I found my mentors. So I found four mentors, one woman stock investor, right. one property investor, one serial entrepreneur and a business coach. Right. When these guys began to guide me and they gave me little exercises to do, uh -huh. financial clarity began to emerge in my life. So I exactly knew how much money was coming into my life, how right. much money was going out, where that money was going how much money I needed to reach my financial goals, where I needed to invest, how much I needed to invest to reach my financial goals. Right. My stock investor mentor, she taught me a step-by-step -step methodology to pick good quality stocks. Uh -huh. Until then, I didn't even know that there was a methodology to pick the right investments. Right. So yeah, I looked at and I went back to the stock market with a lot of courage this time. Right. And it was different because I started by making 70,000 rupees in 120 minutes. And I kept... In 120 minutes? Sorry? Did you say 120 minutes? Yes. I started okay. by making 70,000 rupees in 120 minutes and I kept making money like that to a point that I could buy my own property in Delhi NCR. I also learned methodologies to pick the right mutual funds, gold investments, and many other investments. And I built a well-diversified investment portfolio without depending on my father, broker, or anybody in my life. And a point came where I started earning from all these investments Right. I was earning from these investments more than what my expenses were. And at that point, I knew that I was free to take up meaningful projects in my life. So I quit my job. 2011, we started Women on Wealth. Since then, there's been no looking back. 4,000 women served in the last 10 years. And we've been covered by the BBC News, NDTV 24-7 News Channel, Z Business News Channel, Hindustan Times newspaper, Femina magazine, Entrepreneur magazine, and right. a series of women's blogs and posts. Also, Sherry Blair, who is wife of Mr. Tony Blair, the ex-UK Prime Minister. Right. She came from London specially to visit us in Delhi and offered us the India partnership to her Sherry Blair Foundation. Right. Since then, we've been nominating women from India to the forces of the foundation. And also, she wrote about us in the Huffington Post herself. 
Okay. So this cool. is pretty much about me and us at Women on Earth. That's kind of comprehensive uh, story. I wanted to ask you. Um, you know, you said that you and your colleague were making the same amount of money, and yet he was able to buy a soft. This is this is something which I've noticed so often that. Uh, not just this i mean people earning at the same level i feel like there is definitely some um, uh, gap in the information i i don't even want to say that's passed down to women but it just somehow seems like men inherently know some things that women don't and i don't know why that is i don't know whether that's just social cultural you know our like environment is such that women aren't um either told about the importance of financial literacy or uh, it's not considered necessary to pass it on to them but i also noticed this that you know in my friend circle women who are so intelligent they're skilled they're hard working are still not able to monetize um their talents whereas men just never seem to have this problem no matter what their skill level even if they aren't as skilled as some of the women i like it never see that issue why there is do you think it's just like social cultural conditioning i think it's a, it's a mix of a lot of things number one is our conditioning as women right as little girls we've not seen our mothers managing money investing it well and growing it as little girls we always like most of us at least right so our fathers doing it right right so there was always this gender role that finance got connected with that finance was for men and is for men because a lot of women still believe that so i mean if you look at it from the conditioning point of view yeah then yes it is in our conditioning that you know there are there is division of role here in families that men do this and women do that yeah. and as little girls we saw men doing it we saw our fathers doing it and we saw our mothers doing something else and we inherently believe that this is how it needs to be so right. number one it's the conditioning and inside of that conditioning nobody also spoke about finances with us so we were always mm -hmm. kept separate while sons at some point are included daughters Right. in no way are included when it comes to financial conversations in the family mm. as little children both boys and girls are not included right but then when we grow up still yeah. we are included like you will not notice many women who are participating in financial decision making in the families right before marriage or post marriage so before right. marriage it is the father who is managing money and after marriage it is the husband who is managing money yeah so it's it's a lot of gender role number one number yeah. two as women you're not expected to participate in financial discussions you're not expected yeah. to take charge of your finances yeah um then the third thing if you notice how the society is looking at a success of a woman yeah it's how well are you managing your family yeah if you are working then how well are you balancing everything out yeah how well are you taking care of the parents parents in law husband children with school the children are studying in yeah how are you decorating the house how organized is your life and family's life so a measure of woman's success is not a lot to do with finances while for men it is clearly finance that's how they are judged which job you work in what position you own which car you own what's your address where you live 
Yeah. Yeah. How much money do you have? What kind of clothes you wear? What kind of clothes your wife wears? So it's a lot of uh, status when it comes to men. Yeah. And the status comes to women from men. So while a lot of women have broken barriers, well. how well they married? Sorry. How the status comes from how well they married? Yeah. Not necessarily how well they did themselves. You're so right. Actually, the second point that you said makes so much sense because I feel like I come from a family that's fairly like educated, not fairly educated. My mom's an engineer. You know. she was involved in financial decisions she did have to give, she gave up her job to take care of her kids which was a choice that she made based on you know then circumstances she was involved in financial situations but i i feel like in my life i think the second the second point that you made has had an impact in that we've all subconsciously at some level absorbed that narrative that our status so to speak does not necessarily come from financial well-being it comes from all these other things that you mentioned it's actually a very uh, very valid point yeah. tell me this then through women on wealth how are you guys going about changing this is it purely through like social media are you guys running courses what is uh, how how does because this process of changing mindsets and educating is not something that happened overnight something that's going to take a long time so how do you envision this happening how do you want to get to that 50 lakh women target of yours sure so right now um we are running courses inside okay. of financial education for women okay so we have just two courses for women one okay. is called money gym and another one is called the stocks program and right. these are the two courses that we run and we have a community right okay so once women complete the courses successfully they Correct. join this inner circle this is an inner circle of women who have completed our courses so they join this chat group right. and they join the monthly meetups which happen live interesting so, so we have the courses we have the inner circle which is the community and of course we have the larger community which is on social media if you look right. at facebook that's that's a much larger community that we have and right. then we have a smaller community on instagram and we do a number of lives and of course influencers like you come and participate in spreading the mission right so so that's how it's growing right now we are running a lot of activities on mm-hmm. social media in partnerships with influencers or other women's communities right. and there are courses which are actually changing the entire being or the core from where mm-hmm. women operate so it not only bridges the gap in the mindset but it also bridges the gap which is the knowledge gap correct so because of the mindset and the knowledge gap the wealth gap exists between men and women mm. and and the key is that can we you know plant can we put both in place the mindset and the knowledge correct so finance is a lot of information driven activity Yeah. there's a lot of knowledge you need to gain around investments um and and once you've gained it you know once you know about financial planning you understand investments you understand how to build a well diversified investment portfolio right you understand what is your current financial situation what are your goals how right. to reach those goals what are the steps you need to take so once right. you learn this it's like a skill is built correct and once that skill is built you have it for life it's like learning english you and i and everybody who's listening 
we all learned english in school and college and yeah. for the rest of our lives we are speaking you know reading writing yeah. the same ways with finance once you built the skill and over time you know we put our finances on an autopilot then what mm-hmm. happens we know finances for the rest of our lives you're never then dependent on yeah. a broker husband father or any uncle aunt anybody brother in your life so i think that's that's what we are you know that's the narrative that we are going for that can we um you know just instead of looking at just earning money yeah can we move from just earning money to also managing that hard earned money well so that we can actually strive and reach financial freedom for ourselves and as yeah. as women i think we owe it to each other to actually yeah. bridge this next gap i mean i'm sure there are many women like you rashi who have you know broken barriers and you are you know kind of earning your own money yeah one barrier you guys have already broken yeah. which means you know you know how to break barriers you're already an expert at that so this is just a next barrier to break because this is another glass ceiling which is in the way of women really um, right. being empowered you know like women empowerment without finances can't happen Absolutely. we need to enable our women with finances because actually if you notice finance gives a lot of power to it you autonomy it gives you autonomy over your own life to choose the life that you want to live you're absolutely right and i think generating passive sources of income is extremely essential multiple sources of income because uh, right now we're in a con- conventional traditional job we're trading time for money right which is not uh, you can't forever do that you need to be able to generate passive sources of income absolutely tell me this a question that comes to mind when you say this is that people who will come to a platform like yours you know or, or any other platforms as such would be people who are already aware um, are looking to make that change how do we infect society at large with this attitude when it comes to you know a reaching like more women and b also you can't like leave men out of this conversation right so how to your mind do we change this general attitude um and therefore get to that goal of getting more women uh, financially literate handling money gen- you know having multiple sources of income and having complete autonomy over their lives so i'll share this with you know a, a story of a community member okay to to help you learn how we are also bridging this gender gap right so she's prema gurung and she's a baker her husband is a baker too both of them are in jobs right and both of them living paycheck to paycheck yeah this is back in 2014 right living paycheck to paycheck married for you know four years yeah. not having enough savings not even having yeah. like they were not even saving 1 rupee it was like completely paycheck to paycheck in credit card debt of about 10 lakh rupees oh wow and they found it difficult to talk about money with each other like any time they spoke about money it turned to a fight so they were so resigned that they stopped talking money with each other hmm. and when prema noticed that okay there is financial education which is available she jumped in she had right. just couples of tens of thousands in her bank account she was wondering if she should keep that money for her financial security but she actually chose financial education yeah. because she knew that she will build a skill for life 
post financial education came in within 20 months of doing the money gym program at women on wealth she paid off her entire debt rashi mm-hmm. entire debt of 10 lakh rupees paid in 20 months on the same salary that they were yeah. making throughout in the next 3 months she built her emergency fund in the next few months she bought the right insurances for herself and her husband then she started building her investment portfolio with her own knowledge and understanding that she had acquired at one another right her husband started noticing the change and he started you know kind of being amazed at what was happening what prema was causing because yeah. of the education that she had acquired and because of the community support that she was getting at women on wealth right in a couple of months he noticed all those changes and he got so confident in what prema was doing that he declared her as the finance minister of the house and started handing over his entire salary to her oh wow nice and since then she's been investing for both of them correct and then when you know a couple of years later both of them bought a land in their hometown right a couple of years later when they noticed they were fully financially secure and financially prepared for a child they brought a daughter to this world now the daughter is about 2 years old they're building her finance, higher education fund yeah also when the corona virus crisis hit all of us you know the first wave both yeah. of them lost their jobs and work but mm-hmm. nothing could stop them okay nothing could affect the peace of mind or the quality of life of the family okay and yeah. both of them came back completely fully with far more love and quality of life in their relationship because today both of them are making more money they ever did saving and investing more than they ever did and they're right. also building their retirement fund and the child's education fund right. so now if you notice you know earlier what was the setup even prema had it was a traditional setup where men you know the husband was managing the finance and she because she had no knowledge and also because she thought it was her husband's job he was right. doing it and she was doing whatever and then there were fights and there were challenges yeah but when the woman takes charge yeah look at how the family dynamics change correct the husband comes along and this is not just one story right woman after woman in our community as yeah. she built that knowledge she got confident she started you know making intelligent decisions around finances the husband begins to notice the change yeah and he begins to kind of engage very differently and also woman begins to talk very differently about finances yeah you know the entire space changes because now you're talking differently you're yeah. engaging in a different kind of a conversation there is knowledge there is confidence and then yeah. another story i can tell you earlier she was just not getting included in financial decision making right and today the same community member same salary yeah but because of the knowledge yeah. and the confidence the husband is including her in financial yeah. discussions not yeah. just that she's having intelligent financial conversations with her father in law right around finances so so like this is how men get included it's the women who need to take charge who need to build that knowledge who need to build that confidence right. also begin demonstrating that in the family i think men are ready to embrace the change right it is just about you know kind of demonstrating to them 
I think they would also be happy to share that burden, right? They would also be happy to share that burden because traditionally, the that crushing burden lies solely with the man, which is also too much pressure on them. So if a woman can contribute to that, I, I can only imagine that would that should ideally be welcome as you know a partner who can contribute equally, which should be welcome. And also, you know, Rashi, I'm noticing that people, couples now. Yeah. want equal partnership they are right. not you know even men are not comfortable with taking yeah. you know this entire burden and why should they yeah yeah here Definitely. we're talking about equal partnerships we are talking about women's empowerment we need to talk about men's empowerment too and men's empowerment come from women being empowered and enabled with finances Absolutely. they go they engage with their men and i am noticing after nf demonstration i'm not saying that you know it happens in a second i'm not saying that you demonstrate for a while and they are willing. They are willing to, you know, kind of engage with you because now you're actually talking about the family finances and actually taking the family forward yeah. together with him. So there's yeah. a partnership that gets built. Yeah. And then men also begin to experience that, oh, you know, I have an equal partner with me here who's willing to take full responsibility. Absolutely. Because women have been defying responsibility. You know, when you are not taking charge of finances, what are you doing? Yeah. Are you saying, okay, I'm responsible for the child. I'm yeah. responsible for the household finance you manage. Again, yeah. you're dividing. Yeah. You're dividing the responsibilities. Let's share but, responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So from division, you know, div divided responsibilities, we need to live shared responsibilities, a life of shared responsibilities where he cooks, you cook. Yeah. He takes care of the child, you take care of the child. He manages finances, you manage finances. Absolutely. I think that is the future that we are now living into as more and more women are becoming financially independent. Right. So this is the next step. Just Absolutely. earning money is not enough, Rashi. Yeah. I agree with you. So, so you are saying that education of women is the way to create and affect that change? But you, don't you think we should start this at a much like younger age in schools and like colleges? Because I feel like that is still something that's very lacking. Is there like, I mean, are you guys also working with institutions or hoping to do that? Because I feel yeah. like if you start young and like, you know, that we uh, imbibe all these, again, like cultural ideas, which may not necessarily be useful to us uh, at a very young age. And in school, these gender roles and these things already get established like subconsciously even if you're not consciously thinking about it yeah. uh, don't you think that's something that should be looked into or uh, I, I don't know are you guys already looking into that so we do run a small course on financial education for children right yeah but you know the problem is rashi um i'm noticing this unless we are entering you know 27 28 unless we're 27 28 we're like chilled out about money <laughs> pocket money we haven't received much we start working and then we're gonna buy everything that we want and only mm -hmm. when we are hitting 26 27 yeah. we are you know kind of wondering what happened here <laughs> i am now in a job for three four five years and what have yeah. i done you know what do i have to show for all the money which entered my life yeah and at that time, I'm noticing women saying, okay, buddy, you know, this needs to change. I need to do something about it. Yeah. yeah. 
yes we need i mean financial education is missing from our school and college system you have an absolute point there and we yes. need to include it if not today tomorrow yes yes the education system does need change and we all know it yeah um but as far as women are concerned i think they're only waking up at 27 28 um to what is happening in their lives and then they're taking charge so you will notice most community members in our डिजन ऑफ रोल वर्ल्ड they yeah. know that they need to perform there's no other way for yeah. them yeah while yeah. women they don't have these responsibilities mm-hmm. yeah so so they're like um they they may be realizing it a little later than men so that's how i want to ask you how did this partnership with the shaibler foundation happen how did that actually come about so they noticed us okay they noticed us and the great work that we were doing they invited me to be a mentee with them so okay. they mentored me uh i think 7 8 years ago right and i i took a one year mentoring from them yeah and then they noticed the shift that we were talking about in right. the world yeah. so sherry blair she herself came to delhi met us the entire team yeah. at women on wealth and um then she decided that yes you are the guys who need to represent us in india and they run a mentoring um, women okay they mentor women entrepreneurs right so we now nominate women from our community for right. their course which is online and each woman gets a mentor a woman entrepreneur so if she is already in a business or she wants to start a business right either way you get mentoring and it's it's an excellent mentoring that i think every woman should take really is yeah. that accessible to everybody or do you have to be nominated for that no you got to be nominated and we got to kind of nominate you and you know like um nominate your name to them so right. of course you need to be a women on wealth community member right then we nominate your name and right now even the applications are open right. they're open till the 30th of july and right okay. now our community itself is filling the form and you know, it's applying for right. this course it's a free course that you get access to through the women on wealth community and you have to be an an entrepreneur running a business already to be to be to qualify for that no you can be a one entrepreneur too <laughs> one entrepreneur i like that term yeah. i don't think i've heard that before <laughs> so you can be a one entrepreneur or an entrepreneur you got right. to be from india in india Yeah. to apply for this mentorship and yes you need you know an access to internet because all the mentors are out abroad so yeah. all the conversations happen online only so yeah. you thanks a good internet connection for this um what would you want to say to you know women in general about wealth creation and or just like any myths you'd like to bust or any words of wisdom you'd like to pass on to women who aspire to 
do have that kind of autonomy over their lives or don't have or are um, apprehensive about their ability to be able to to get there is there anything that you'd like to share as as wisdom acquired in this field absolutely rashi i think that's really really critical and i love the word you used i aspire right women aspire yeah yeah and one of the keys here is are you just going to keep aspiring and all the women who are listening this is for you so are you just going to keep aspiring or are you going to resolve to start because right. you can say that yeah one day someday i will take charge yeah one day someday i will manage my finance one day someday you know i will learn about finances yeah. but that one day someday ain't coming so each woman who's working or you're receiving money look back to yeah. all those years that you've been receiving money or making money and you've been saying that yeah one day someday i'll take charge yeah. for a lot of women who meet me they tell me oh i've been thinking about doing this for 2 years 5 years 10 years yeah. and some say when i started working yeah so a lot of years go by and there is a cost that we are paying right some of us paid the cost of losing our money we lose our self respect in the process right. we lose our identity in the process we lose yeah. the quality of life we could live some of us even lose the quality of our relationships because yeah. we didn't take charge right yeah. so there are costs that we are paying cost can yeah. be you know peace of mind yeah your vitality that you paid yeah so what i would invite each woman to do today is look at for how long i've been saying that okay i want to take charge of my finances and then look at yeah. what is the cost you pay yeah and then ask yourself do i want to keep paying this cost yeah yeah do i want to keep feeling insecure exactly right. do i want to keep feeling that you know i'm stressed i do not have that peace of mind i'm losing my sleep if you want to keep living this life then yes let's let's actually declare that it's fine you know every woman doesn't need to take charge of her finances and maybe you are that woman right but if that cost is too high yeah. that you are paying then you yeah. need to actually resolve to start you need to actually say that i need to now become the yeah. woman who is unstoppable yeah because we will always have reasons circumstances and excuses in our lives It's i mean for all women who are listening we all keep saying hey i have a lot of office work right now i have a lot of office projects i'm responsible mm-hmm. for oh my god it is the corona time there's household chore to manage children are also uh, studying from home husband is working from home there are parents in law parents who are not well blah 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 we all have so many reasons all the time yeah yeah is this going to change anytime soon then some of us believe oh finance is really complex i don't think i can do it i'm yeah. not good with maths numbers calculations i think this is a man's job i shouldn't be getting into it so now we can have all these notions as we want correct they don't serve us they don't actually push us for our financial progress yeah so what we each woman i would invite you to do is today really resolve to start begin take those baby steps and focus on making just that 1% improvement every day in your money management yeah. just by making 1% improvement a day 
you will be 37 times better in one year time. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So if you can just put in that 1% of your time, which is 15 minutes every day, if you will notice 1% of 24 hours is 15 minutes. Right. If you can put in just 15 minutes of your time every day into your financial education. That is what we need of you at Women on Wealth. If you do that, man, you will be 37 times better in your finances in one year's time. Are you game? Now it's on you. Over to you. That's promising. You know, there's, there's a saying that when the pain of uh, change, uh, sorry, when the pain of uh, staying the same is greater than the pain of change, that's when people make change happen. Uh, so I think here's hoping that women have uh, suffered enough, <laughs> endured that pain of staying the same enough to now want to take that step and use and hopefully they will use platforms like yours and all the other platforms out there to help themselves uh, live the kind of life that they they dream of and find that courage within themselves to take those first steps um i think you're amazing for doing the kind of work that you're doing and i wish you so much luck with everything priyanka i think it's such a can i say noble mission i think um, to want to empower other women to take charge of their lives and uh, congratulations on all the amazing things that you've been doing and yeah thank you so much for being here it was such a, a lovely conversation I'm so glad that uh, we got to interact and I've gotten to know you through this process sure thank you so much thank you for this session absolute mm -hmm. privilege having you you know, being here, being on your platform, and thank you for having me. Pleasure. All righty. Ciao. Take care.